are back with us on your travels or in your cubicle or at your office or with your family and you're listening to Divorce Healthy. So we're here to inspire you. We're here to try to help you get through this interesting place in your life in the best way possible so that you can move forward with positivity so that, you know, you didn't do all this for nothing if you're transitioning right now to in a divorce process. Additionally, if you're a child of divorce or an adult child of divorce and you're listening to this podcast, we're here to try to help give you tips as well so that you can help your parents navigate this in the best way possible because that's really what we're all trying to do. So we have a wonderful guest here with us today. She is actually in a platform that I'm recently going to be moving into, which is YouTube. Wendy Hernandez is here today and her YouTube channel is what she's going to be talking to us about and especially some tips that she has for how to divorce healthy and what her concept of that is. So we're going to join forces here. Thank you, Wendy, for coming on. Thank you, Ashley Nicole. I'm happy to be here. Tell us a little bit of background about yourself, and then I'm going to ask you about divorce healthy. Sure. So I have been a family law attorney in the Phoenix area since 1999. And I transitioned into family law after doing criminal law for a few years because a lot of my criminal defense clients needed help with their cases. And so it just kind of organically developed to now where I do 100% family law, you know, but it kind of took a new form for me when I had a daughter nine years ago. And I became more passionate about those cases involving children because I saw really how the children were torn between two parents in these high conflict situations. And so, you know, eventually, and I won't go through the whole story, but eventually it led me to create a YouTube channel called Command the Courtroom. Nice. And what I found was many times in the courtroom, I was up against people who were representing themselves and they didn't know what they were doing. So ultimately a judge made a decision that I didn't feel was in the best interest of the children, even if I was on the other side. That's what I hope people do on Command the Courtroom. That is amazing. And so You know, one of the concepts that comes out a lot on this podcast is that the courtroom and litigation setting is a broken system. And there are a lot of reasons for that. But just touch on what do you see in your practice? Obviously, you're trying to teach people skills to be able to operate within the courtroom because you see that it's a broken system as well. So tell us about that. Well, you know, the biggest problem, I think, is that people forget about the kids and they focus on the conflict between the two of them. And I have a friend, her name's Dr. Judy Rabinor. She's a psychotherapist from New York City. And she's written a couple of books. Um, One of them is called Befriending Your Ex After Divorce. And what Dr. Rabinor says is that it's not divorce that messes kids up. It's the conflict between the parents. And, you know, that's what I see in friends that I have who come from families that where their parents were divorced and it was a nasty divorce. They said it had such a huge impact on them. So that's what I feel is broken about the system. Sometimes, unfortunately, you have a person on the other side, they have some sort of personality disorder. They're very difficult to deal with. So even if you have the healthy client, the person with the issues (laughs) makes it hard to have that healthy divorce. But, you know, I always tell my clients, give it a hundred percent for the kids. Exactly. And so you have friends who are adults now of divorce. So that's my, you know, hallmark is that my parents had a divorce that wasn't, didn't go very well. And it definitely affected my life and my childhood. And I started to understand all of the different similarities between myself and other people whose parents had had a rough divorce and the way that we treated relationships and conflict resolution. 
What is it that you think happens to adult children of divorce that we need to try to affect? You know, I have my book, I've written about the statistics that happen to children out of litigated divorce, but you have your own personal experience there. And so what is it that you think it is we're really trying to do here to try to prevent parents that are moving through this process from creating what within their children down the road? Well, yeah. So I feel like anything like domestic violence is a self, you know, fulfilling prophecy. So you have a parent who's gone through this hostile divorce and they don't know that anything else can exist. They don't understand that there can be a peaceful divorce. They don't understand this idea of co-parenting. So if we educate people and spread the word, you know, that this can happen, that healthy divorce does exist, then down the road, when, you know, the next generation is getting divorces, and unfortunately, I don't think divorce is something that's ever going to end, but they see that there can be a different way that people can go their separate ways. And most importantly, you know, they can maintain their own sanity and keep their kids happy and peaceful and children, which is what children deserve to have in their lives. A childhood. And so, you know, whenever parents go through divorce, it becomes such a big part of their life. You know, they're moving through so many different transitional periods that they do forget that children are watching and that they're absorbing and that they're little sponges. And that's something that we definitely want to note for all of the child custody, child support cases, domestic violence cases that are moving around. Do remember that your children are absorbing everything that you say and everything that you do. Sometimes at teenage years, they may seem self-absorbed, but they're still doing the mimicking. You know, we model as people in America and as humans, that's how we teach our children to eat. It's how we teach them to behave. So when we go through divorce, it creates this conflict between what it is that you would like for your children to be perceiving of how to deal with conflict and then what you're actually doing. And so I think that, do you see that frequently that the modeling that parents are doing not, isn't necessarily, hasn't been throughout the years, changing now, obviously, with our efforts, but throughout the years and in the courtroom, that modeling process is, is a little bit broken as well, would you say? Oh, definitely. And I don't, I think part of the issue, in my opinion, is self-awareness. I feel that a lot of parents, it, it's hard to be self-aware. It's hard to be mindful. I try to be in everyday life and I lose it after about 10 minutes but I keep trying to go back to it. Yes. You know, but I think that if we could encourage people to be more mindful and self-aware about what they're putting out there into the world, especially in front of their kids, especially when they think that their kids aren't watching or listening, because the kids always are. They are. I see that from my own daughter. So if we can adapt some new behaviors, replace old behaviors with new behaviors, and just be aware as we move through those days and act, be, and do how we want our children to act, be, and do someday. So I think the modeling piece is broken and it's, you know, people aren't trying to create a broken system, but they just don't know. They don't have the knowledge. They need the information. And, you know, people like you, Ashley, Nicole are putting it out there. I'm trying to do it with command the courtroom. But as people become more aware, then hopefully they can see there's a different way and they try a different way for their kids. Totally agree. And so tell me, what would you say, we have our own definitions of divorce healthy around here, but I like to hear the opinions of other people. What would be your definition of a healthy divorce? You know, if you have a client and you feel like they've achieved what would be called a healthy divorce, we obviously know that doesn't mean it was a perfect divorce or that you're a perfect parent, 
But what does it mean to have a healthy divorce on the other side? The first thing that comes to my mind is the word conversation. If people communicate and they converse about what it is that they want and what's best in the best interest of their family, and they talk about the things that are most important to them and they can do it in a healthy way, and you can have healthy conflict. I'm sure that's something you've talked a lot about, Ashley Nicole. Yes. Right? But, you know, so even when you're advocating for yourself and the other side's not agreeing, that can be done in a very respectful way. So for me, healthy means respectful, healthy communication, or in other words, conversation, being willing to talk about it. And conflict, like you said, it can be healthy. There's going to be conflict throughout life. And the way that one handles conflict is a hallmark of the work that you've put into really dealing with your own life to this point, because your conflict modeling comes from your experience with conflict. And so I love that you mentioned that healthy conflict or necessary conflict, because in order for there to ever be change, there has to be conflict. So that's one thing that we see even in the world today, that sometimes things need to come to a head so that we can address them. And I think that that's a big thing that's happening here in this movement, in the divorce healthy movement, in the co-parenting movement, conscious co-parenting, conscious uncoupling. People are starting to realize that the pendulum can swing to a certain point and then it's going to need to come back. And it's okay that the culture of divorce kind of did what it did because we had to have that in order for us to all be talking about it, right? So that we can create an industry that is actually a functioning industry. The only way to get there is by doing this, right? So Agreed. And so I think that, you know, that healthy conflict is necessary. And I think that's something that we do want to model for our kids. And I love that you said that because you can't really negate the fact that now you're here where you are. If you're in this point, if you're in the courtroom, if you're dealing with a divorce at this level, you're in a child custody battle or you're dealing with child support or you're dealing with equitable distribution or alimony, you know, you are in the position that you are. I cannot rewrite history for you. But you're here by design and there's nowhere else that you could be. So let's embrace that and then embrace the fact that if you are in a valley, then the mountain doesn't feel good if there aren't valleys. And so this valley's worth it when you do get to the top of the mountain. And I think that that's the goal. Do you think that that really is a good takeaway for when you find yourself in litigation? There's no, you know, you can't really do anything about it if you're in litigation. That's where you are. Absolutely. And, you know, I I feel like there are gifts in the worst experiences. And that's pretty much what you were saying, Ashley Nicole. Sometimes people can't see them today or next week or next month. Sometimes it might take years to see the gifts. But what I'd love people to do is just kind of have some faith or a belief that there is a gift in this experience. And another beautiful thing from this divorce experience that people can take is they have an opportunity to rebuild their whole lives they have an opportunity to remodel. And maybe they're going to shut down for a little bit. They're going to close down for remodeling, but then they can make whatever they want. So, you know, there's a lot of potential, although it may seem really yucky, really bad. Litigation sucks. You know, it's hard. It's expensive. It's soul sucking sometimes. But the road from there to where you can be, the journey is the best part, but you have unlimited potential. And I think that's what people need to understand. And I can, I can say that because I've seen people go from the dumps to, I mean, being really happy in their lives. I've seen a lot of people do that. 
Me too, especially with the clients within the collaborative process, because, you know, we do a lot of collaborative divorce at my firm, and we help people to avoid the courtroom at all costs, and they're really able to do that. But even if you are in the courtroom, like you said, there are ways that you can start modeling your behavior right now that may even help you exit the litigation system and get back on a settlement track. Don't ever lose hope that you're just stuck in the box that you're in. There are so many ways to get out of a box once you zoom out from just sitting and being depressed about being in the box itself. You have to first change that mindset. And then there are so many gifts. One of the gifts that I want everyone to hear is that if you are in a litigated divorce, what you can give to other people who come to you for advice is how to avoid that process. The missteps that you made or that your spouse made that got you there that could have been avoided to keep you in settlement or to keep you out of the litigation process. Once we start pushing that message, once we start pushing what can be done differently instead of redoing what was done badly in the past, which is advice like, you know, scorch the earth and things like that. You know, that's not doing anything for your kids and it's not doing anything for this new version of your life. And so I think that I would ask that anyone who's listening to this podcast, the next time someone asks you for advice on divorce, that you give them information around collaborative law or mediation or divorce healthy so that you're able to start to change this conversation. I really appreciate you, Wendy, for coming on and for the work that you're doing. You know, there are so many of us in so many parts of the country that are doing this, and you're in Arizona, so you're kind of in the middle there. And I think it's important for all of our communities to hear this conversation, you know? And so it's really amazing that you're holding it down in the middle of the country. And so tell me, what would be your best advice for someone who's going through divorce You give advice all the time on how to command the courtroom. And so what would be your best advice overall in this place where people are? I mean, I I think that generally speaking, people should get really clear on what it is that they want, first of all, in their life, and then kind of funnel it down to what do I want out of this divorce situation? Get clear on what what your intentions are. And that's very important because you're going to have to articulate those at some point, but also understand What is it that you're willing to let go of? Because we all want it all. You're going through a divorce. Chances are you're not going to get it all. That's just the way divorces are. So what are those things that you're willing to walk away from in exchange for the things that are more important to you? And just make a decision that in order to move from point A to point B, that you're going to leave some stuff behind. But remember, you have the chance to get that stuff back in another form and even more. So get clear, funnel down, and be willing to walk away. Or maybe you even needed some spray cleaning and you needed to leave those boxes of, you know, luggage behind and of baggage behind, you know? And so I think that that is beautiful advice, Wendy. And I think that that's so, you've got to look forward. You've got to write down your goals. You have to ask to receive You have to know what it is that you want. It's such simple concepts that we've heard all through life. You know, as kids growing up, all different types of faith organizations say these same concepts. It's just you have to know what it is that you want. You have to ask. You have to have those standards for yourself. And so I really appreciate you bringing some insight here with us today, Wendy. Thanks. It's been wonderful. I look forward to being on your YouTube channel. So please do tell us where can we find you? Where can the listeners find you to get information about commanding the courtroom? Yes. So you can just, you know, type into YouTube, command the courtroom. I'll pop up there. I also have commandthecourtroom.com. It's a website and you can go there and find out what kind of stuff I have to offer. 
I have live streams every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Arizona time. And Ashley Nicole is going to be on the show soon. It's not going to be a live one, but I she's going to be up there. So please join in and take a look at that. Thanks so much, Wendy. And thank you guys for joining the Divorce Healthy Podcast. You can, of course, find us at A&R Law and on Amazon. And you can find us. The podcast is now on Amazon as well, which is very cool. And you can find the Cure for Divorce Culture on Amazon and, of course, the blog on anrlaw.com. So thanks so much, everyone, for joining us. We're here for you. And remember, whatever it is that you are thinking that you want to achieve in your life, if you're wondering, can I do it? Am I made for this? Am I cut out of the right cloth? You 100% are. The only person you have to convince is yourself. We're here for you. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Divorce Healthy, your guide to mastering conflict resolution at home and in the workplace. To inquire about speaking engagements, purchase your copy of Ashley Nicole's book, The Cure for Divorce Culture, or to schedule your private orientation meeting, head to www.anrlaw.com. You can also find us on social media at ANR Law. Find a better way forward right here on Divorce Healthy.